Mike's Daily Podcast. If you ever have one of those days where your headphones are all tangled up and thus you can't hear the song that's playing. Hey, it's Mike Matthews with FF episode um, 1560 something. I think we'll pretty much. No, I have no idea. Oh, yeah, 1563. Mike's daily podcast that sounds good to me hey i had a wonderful weekend i hope you did too mike's daily podcast and that's not something that i say often having a wonderful weekend my friend because i have to work and upon end every day of my life i work at some radio station it seems but this weekend i had two days off from everybody and I'm just beaming with the rest that Mike's I had. Daily podcast. And the fact that I got to say bye to the show Mike's for a couple of days. Daily because podcast. Doing this day every day. Yeah. Every day, every day doing this show. You get a little. But you know, one of my devout listeners. Sylvia is not going to be around. She's leaving for Portugal, and I'm so sad because she listened to my shows. And but she informed me that this show is not on Stitcher, which I'm looking, walked in, wondering what that not on. I thought it. So I looked, and it is. So I don't know what she was saying. Say what? But. Uh, it is. There are two Mike's Daily podcasts on Stitcher right now that are both this show. But I, maybe one of them got deleted because they're like, we can't have the same show on twice. So let me just tell you, look who else walked in, that Stitcher is an awful, awful podcasting platform. Even though they were nice enough to have me, <clears throat> excuse me, take a tour with them. Uh, see their facilities when they used to be a... In the Market District in San Francisco They Had a tour That's where I met Lena Masizzi The famous producer And now Instagrammer Who posts these Instagram stories That are often hilarious And yeah I, they, But they, they've done things like Just change And here's today's podcast picture It's a drawing of the wonderful Shelly Shuhart Hello Mike Matthews I walked in and I was like waiting for you to address me there you are. You've been addressed. How does it feel? It's all right. Like, I'd rather do other things than be addressed. You'd rather do other things than be addressed? Yeah, Mike Matthews. Would you like to be a pants instead of a dress? Huh? We were getting a little deep into the weeds. Which is something, a reference that was made on several episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm... When Mr. Larry David works with the guy from Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. That guy. My name is Alexander Hamilton. And he's trying to. There's a million things I haven't done. Just you wait. Just you He's trying to do a musical called Fatwa. And uh, that guy is playing Larry David in, Or no, playing Salman Rushdie 
You're supposed to put the emphasis on the second syllable, and Salman Rushdie is actually in the several episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm, or one of them at least. It was very amusing. I got to watch it because no, I don't have HBO. No, I don't pay for freaking that side. Of, the only thing I pay for for cable, and I avoid getting all those. Oh, get this box plan. Get this and that all chained together. Woo! Pay three hundred dollars a month. It's great. No, I say no to that because what I end up doing is, and I say. No, God, please, no, no, no! I, I always forget he does a sec, he does a third no, and that's thank you, Steve Crow. The what I do is I just get the internet. That's all I wanted is just the internet, and I have been just the internet type of guy for oh, way over ten years now. I cut the cord back in two thousand freaking three or four. Yeah, I was married. I just gotten married and I told my then wife if our cable bill goes over $30 or $40 I want to cut the cable. I I don't want cable anymore. I'm done. And we didn't even have internet at that point. She and I didn't even have a computer at that point. So we were just going to watch DVDs. We had so many DVDs. And then this thing called um, Blockbuster was doing their DVD thing where uh, in the mail thing where we would you know, you'd, you'd get the mail DVD, watch it, then bring it into the store, and then you could rent anything in the store. The only thing was the stupid late fees. Oh my gosh. Blockbuster got me so bad with late fees. I think I had to pay over 100 bucks because my then wife forgot to return the... Sorry. <laughs> some awful movie... And yeah, so we weren't watching television. We cut the cord way back, 14 years ago. And then internet came along. We we got a computer finally. Watched stuff off of the computer. Watched it on the laptop. We'd take the laptop. We'd be sitting on the couch and we'd stick the laptop right there on the coffee table and watch stuff on Hulu. And then we found Netflix. And we were watching Netflix and I had Netflix up until the end of December, the end of 2017. I said, enough. But then all of a sudden my Comcast decides my, that's our local cable people. If you are listening from outside the area, Xfinity Comcast that just, oh, gouges. And they said, Hey, we got this thing going on this weekend where you can watch HBO for free. Even if you just have internet, just log on to our website, blah, 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 dee, da. And watch HBO. So I watched HBO shows and Curb Your Enthusiasm is like the only show I like. And it was rather funny. I'll probably address some other funny things I mentioned. I I just, I watched the last season is what I did. I've seen uh, previous seasons, like when they got the Seinfeld show back together and got all the characters back together. But I just did not, I, I don't know. I, d- I don't know. And do we all, do any of us know? All I know is my weekend was wonderful. And what did I do? I went to, first off, a big thanks to Massa. That's a name that you maybe, maybe don't hear too much. But Massa is the wonderful guy who said, hey, I need the hours. If you want to take off uh, Sunday and Monday 
I'll do your job. And I said, yes! Thank you! Oh, I was so happy. Where's my little happy sound effect? Uh, I'm kind of a big deal. There we go. I'm kind of a big deal. So that was... I was so happy to take off those days. And I, I uh, went to Benicia. I love going to Benicia. However, it was so windy in Benicia. Oh my gosh. And when it gets windy in Benicia, you get waves out on the bay. These big waves were coming in. It was great. But Basil the Boxer still had a wonderful time. He, there's like a little beach there and he was running along. And people in Benicia are so nice in the downtown. And there's this very famous boxer named Charlie who recently lost a leg because he has cancer. And he used to sit in this antique store. And Basil remembers the antique store. And the and, and Charlie was so nice to Basil. They sniffed each other in the antique store. This was uh, about a year ago. And Basil still remembers that antique store. And it's gone now. It's like a yoga studio now. But Basil still stops and goes, you know, where's where's Charlie? Oh, I, I wish the best for Charlie. I told someone who, who knew the guy and knows Charlie to wish him well. But that was... Benicia is such a nice little town, downtown area. This is the little travel part of my show where I talk about traveling and such. And yes, you can go there and you can uh, go. There's like a little wharf or jetty that goes out. And then there's a little wharf at the end jetty. And you're out in a, this little harbor and you look out. The, the houses all along the water are so interesting and unique designs. Not cookie cutter at all. An old... And Benicia at one time was the capital of California for about a year. And yeah, it's just great. I love going there. People go, why do you go to Benicia? I go, I go there. That's all. And I did have to stop. And a friend of mine is all into Pliny the freaking Younger. Oh my God. Oh, my friend though was very nice. He let me have a sip of his Pliny the Younger. And I went, okay. All right. I don't understand. It's hoppy. It's got a lot of hops. I guess if you're into the, the hoppy flavor and hops, hops are your thing. That's great. Oh, it's a specific kind of hop, Mike. It's the best hop there is. Mm, you, you won't taste this hop anywhere else. All right. My mouth cannot tell the difference. I do not have that palate. I do not therefore need to wait in line for five hours to drink a stupid glass of beer that was tiny. It looked like that little glass they give you for orange juice when you go to IHOP. Tiny! You needed a magnifying glass to see this beer. And then I, so they didn't have that. I had Pliny the Elder, which they always have. And my glass was huge, huge. So I drank that and oh my gosh, got a nice buzz. I went up to Benicia, don't drive drunk. Buzz drinking is drunk driving drinking. A message from the CHP. The, I have a sound effect for that. You will respect my authority. That's basically how the show goes. It's silly. I don't. I, I probably don't got. I didn't hear back from the people with the podcast position. That, oh, that. Uh, pe some pe people here on the weekend at my job 
do crazy stuff to the equipment. When I come in, I'm like, why is that like that? Weird. I must do that to the people where I work part-time on the weekend. When they come back, the full-timers must go, what does Mike do on the... But I don't do anything, my friend. I keep it simple and, and sacred. No, uh, my point being that you're... The, uh, curb your enthusiasm is pretty good. I do get a little tired of Larry David screaming all the time in his, was it David Steinbrenner voice? Oh, why is it like this? I want a calzone. He kind of does that thing a lot. Calzone. And the, uh, oh, the second day I went to Livermore. Oh, Mike, why would you go to Livermore? What's the point? But it is, it's a nice little downtown. Here's what I found though. No homeless in Benicia. No homeless on the streets passed out with their shopping carts. None of that going on in Benicia. Livermore, that's going on. Is it going on in Pleasanton, downtown Pleasanton? I didn't see it. But something about Livermore and something about Castro Valley, we have our passed out homeless on the street with the shopping cart next to them. And it's cold. It is cold. It is very cold this morning. There was frost on my roommate's car. It's chilly today. My point being is that I also watched Larry David. Uh, uh, no, what's that? The Gary Shandling's show. What was it? The Larry Sanders show. I'm getting them all mixed up there. Gary Shandling no longer with us, sadly. But does a great uh, comedians driving in cars with uh, Jerry Seinfeld drinking coffee show. And he was, uh, he did that shortly before his death. But Gary Shandling used to do this great show, the Larry Sanders show. Uh, Jeffrey Tambor was in it, which is, you know, he's had sexual harassment allegations leveled against him. And his Hank character that he did on that show made, he was pretty, you know, he did some passes at women. And, oh, there's a great line, and I can't grab it right now, but Mary Gross, who used to be on Siren Live years ago, said something like, uh, hey, Hank, are you gonna, you're not gonna, like, be a pathetic man and try and make a pass at me, are you? Be a pathetic divorcee. And that's, I don't know if that's what really happened with Jeffrey Tambor. I haven't really read into the story, but he was on that show, as was Rip Torn. Hello, sweetie. That guy from Men in Black. Hey, the funny thing was, though, Clint Black used to be on that show quite a bit. And he has this one scene where he's talking about Lisa Hartman Black, about his wife and how uh, having her in his life centered him. He used to be a partier. And then when she came into his life, he, he, he straightened up and, and, and sobered up. And so he, he talks about that. And then Gary Shandling looks at Rip Torn, who's playing his producer on the talk show that he does and says you're my Lisa Hartman Black and that's and that's kind of funny but you know we all need a Lisa Hartman Black in our life we need someone that centers us helps us along I don't have anyone right now but I do have a lot of fun with my dog not that kind of not don't get weird on me I'm talking about like we go on these excursions, these my excursions to places like Benicia and Livermore. And he was there with me in Livermore walking along. And this one guy who kind of looked like he might have been homeless on a bike rode by me and said, Oh, how old is your dog? And I said, 
he's nine. And he goes, what, 13? So that made no sense. But yeah, Basil's old looking. He's got the grays in his face. And if he's been walking for a long time, he takes it slow. Other days he's at a full trot, but some days full gallop. Some days he's not. And he has gotten me out to all these wonderful places that I like to go. Benicia Livermore and got me walking. And I think that's important. If you don't have someone in your life that is your Lisa Hartman Black, you should get a dog that will, if you like to go walking on trails and stuff. And there's the whole thing about learning how to train your dog and how to be trained as a good dog owner, etc. That I won't go into now, but I guess Basil's my Lisa Hartman Black. But, dash, I'm sorry, Basil, you're not as pretty as Lisa Hartman Black. Lovely lady who was uh, in several soap, soap operas, uh, as I recall. This show's gotten weird. Hey, everyone. I didn't even say hi to the people that walked in to Cafe Anyway at the beginning of the show. Hi, Mark. It's Benita the Rodeo Queen. How y'all doing? The disgruntled fiddle player tell you what. What? Benita sure likes her horse. It seems like Benita's always got Nilly around. Oh, hey, look some of the people that are following me now on Instagram. I mean, on Twitter. Bohemian by the Sea. Travel Mono. The Off-Topic Humorist. That's Emma Dixie. Okay, and Vincent the Blockchain, who does a great podcast called Vincent the Bay. By the way, speaking of podcasts, and one other person we have to say hi to real quick. Hello, Mike. I make the delicious root beer. Oh, boy. Here's the right now. Thank you. Yes. A very informative show called The Daily that actually isn't silly like this show. It's very serious if you need that. If you need a little seriousness in your life. Oh no! Colin Quinn had a heart attack on Valentine's Day? Oh, I bet he enjoys that irony. I'm so glad he's alive though. He's 58. And he used to do a show called Tough Crowd where he had some great comedians on and it was a you know five days a week type show. It would come on after the daily show and they would t- tackle the topics of the day. And you know, his a lot of his jokes would fall flat but hey Trump's blaming Obama again he questions why Obama didn't take action on Russian interference since it happened back in 2014 even though Trump loves Russia and you know loves Putin I say it's better to get along with Russia than not and he you know Trump was doing all his Twitter stuff saying you know doing his world tweet the royal Trump tweet decree and uh, he questioned well you know why Obama didn't do anything during the 2016 election and then also the oh uh there are gosh he's really hit Obama dang A Trump accuser keeps telling her story, hoping someone will listen. And there was a gun found in a bag of Trump's motorcade driver by the Secret Service. The driver in the presidential motorcade was removed from his duties yesterday after the Secret Service found a gun in his bag outside the gates of President Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort in Palm Beach, Florida. 
The driver, who could not be immediately identified, was briefly detained and questioned by the Secret Service. Just before Trump headed to the golf course, for much of the day, he was driving one of three vans for members of the news media and had been in the presidential motorcade all weekend before the vans entered the Mar-a-Lago estate. To follow Trump, Secret Service agents searched bags, checked guests with a handheld metal detector and scour vans with explosive sniffing dogs. The gun was found during that process. And the driver told reporters he had accidentally left his personal firearm in his bag. Secret Service later said the driver held a permit for the gun. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere on Podcaster Valley. So I guess he's all right, because he's got a permit for the gun. Got, he had the right to bear arms. My mom is so conservative. And she's like, you know, maybe this whole shooting thing, because she's in Florida, my mom. But nowhere near the where the shooting took place. She said, uh, you know, teachers need guns. Teachers need guns in the classrooms. Oh, okay. That solves that, huh? But the Daily, the, uh, the New York Times show on the podcast, talks all about the ambush that happened in Niger uh, last year that ho- where a bunch of Green Berets were killed. And the oh, there's this girl that works for the New York Times. She sounds so young. And she's like their ISIS correspondent. And she was talking all about how she actually saw the footage of um, the one of the soldiers who was killed uh, that has, a, you know, the body camera. And it's a fascinating podcast. You can find that on the New York Times website or just look up New York Times, The Daily. Very informative. And talking about how that whole ambush took place. Uh, apparently, they were in a village, and the village was connected with ISIS, and the soldiers didn't know that. So, it was very sad. But I'm not going to... I guess I got to leave the show on that sad note, but it's very informative, that podcast, The Daily by The New York Times. Hey, on an up note, have a good day. If you had yesterday off, hopefully you did. It's only four-day week. Woo! Okay, next show, we'll have the wonderful Madame Rutabaga Valentino and Bison Bentley. Get better, Colin Quinn. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye!